0: Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and medium, and here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. I have Carol J. Obley back again today. Carol did an episode with me in September, it was such a hit that i brought her back on to talk more about akashic records and akashic records readings last week we sort of dove back into akashic records and how they work and today we have a little mini reading that she did for me so just keep in mind this is a mini reading it is not as extensive as a normal reading would be and i also asked her to sort of not uh, go as deep, just given the nature of this podcast and how it's broadcast to the world. So, I did not, you know, want her uncovering things that the world would hear. Uh, so, I will let you all enjoy this episode. Hi, everybody. New PSA for the second half of April. If you have not yet subscribed to my newsletter, please do so at dramierobbins.com. You can just Find all the information you need there to subscribe. You can also subscribe through uh, Instagram now at Dr. Amy Robbins, and I'm going to be on this new app called Fireside. It is an app where you can listen to the podcast live and ask questions. So it's an audience participation app. It is in beta right now, but I'm super excited to have been brought on as one of their first creators. So if you are interested in following me over there. Uh, Like I said, it's in beta, so it might take a couple of days for you to get approved, but all you have to do is go to www.firesidechat.com slash Amy Robbins, and I will link to that in my show notes as well, and this will give you the opportunity to engage with my guests, and I'll start promoting my guests uh, as I'm getting ready to record the episode, you'll still have available the ability to listen to episodes after the fact the same way you're listening to them now. But this is a great chance for you all to get on board and speak to the amazing guests that I have on the show. So again, DM me if you have any questions on Instagram at Dr. Amy Robbins. So we are going to do a little mini reading. This is not Certainly not comprehensive of what you would normally do if someone was coming to you for a full Akasha reading. Correct.
1: That's right, and I don't have your natal chart, but I will ask you your birth date, your your day, uh, your month, and your day.
0: Thank you for not making me say my year. <laughs> <laughs> Should I tell you now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's June twelfth. Okay. And
1: is there a particular place that you would like to start?
0: Uh, I think right now, mostly around career stuff. And I just want to put out there for, I do have sometimes clients and patients who listen, I have, no matter what you say at this moment, I have zero intention of, of ending my private practice. So I've had some people say, all right, does this, what you're doing, does this mean you're not going to see individual patients anymore? No, it does not. I am going to continue to see the people that I've seen for many years. So I want to just put that out there um, first, because I know there's, there can be some anxiety around that for people
1: okay um well first off as i tune in with you i do feel that you're from the soul group um soul groups are souls who share a similar consciousness and that could be from for many many lifetimes um and even in between lifetimes we're with the same sort of soul consciousness these are also rays or it, um you know sort of thought forms from the divine your ray is one of healer. And I also feel teacher. Sometimes people have both. Um, and so if I look at with you intuitively, this has followed you through many incarnations. There was a lifetime in um, the Middle East at some point, And I do feel you were female. Um, that lifetime, there was not a lot of empowerment. There was not the opportunity to really um, express yourself and to do truly everything that your soul wanted to do. It was, uh, I think that you did it in private. Um, however, you were very guarded with it and that there had to be, there were subsequent lifetimes after that one in which there, it was a process of um, revealing or allowing these Abilities that you have to really come out, because the Middle Eastern lifetime that I'm seeing, there was a lot, you were shrouded in fear. There was a lot of fear with first as being female, because the culture at the time, and unfortunately, um, even today, mm-hmm. um, is not that supportive of the feminine energy. So in those days, and I feel this, this might have even been way back in biblical times. Uh, I do see you as a much older soul. Um, And you were very kind, very compassionate. You had a lot of children that time. So usually (laughs) women that I see that have had a lot of children in the current lifetime, they either have one or they have none. So I I don't know if you do have children. I do. Uh, Yeah. uh, Three. Well, you might find, and by the way, I do feel one of the, uh, one of the children has been with you through multiple uh, incarnations um, and it's kind of a twin soul mm. that you've shared a lot of experiences. Um, so there's been this steady progression with you of allowing and using the full potential of everything. And so what I see you doing, and this, this is, this progression that you've done, as it applies to the career today, you're going to be doing a whole bunch of integration. This has already started, of integrating more holistic or metaphysical concepts with traditional, um, you know, the mind uh, stuff. You know, with traditional psychotherapy, and um, actually helping people to access parts of self that you can help them as a conduit or as a facilitator to kind of unlock. That's taken many lifetimes for you to come into being highly comfortable with that. I do feel also there was a previous lifetime in which there was some sort of persecution um, for practicing uh, something of, you know, having to do with the occult. Um, and so mm. there was And that theme of fear, um, the occult meaning simply hidden. It's not a negative word. It's just simply hidden. Um, And so then it was sort of this back and forth with you or wavering of knowing that this was truth and having this great ability um, to actually channel information and healing for people. But yet you're in these societies that weren't allowing that or permitting that. So... There's been sort of this flip-flop with you of coming into the full potential. And I'm sure you're probably familiar with that pyramid from Maslow of Mm -hmm. the hierarchy of needs. Mm -hmm. And I feel with you that this lifetime is really moving up towards self-actualization at the very peak of that. And really becoming super, super comfortable with everything. And by the way, I I am seeing clairvoyantly an image of some other kind of certificate coming to you. I don't know if you're doing any training now or if something, perhaps it may be future oriented, something that you're considering.
0: Um, I'm I'm always looking to learn and trying to figure out what I have time for, what I don't, what I want to do. So,
1: Yeah. Yeah. One other thing, um, there is a spirit guide who comes in, who actually looks very similar to you. She is absolutely beautiful, and she wears a sort of a veil. It's not over the face, but it's it's sort of a, um, you know, it's a lace uh, veil, a long gown, and she works right there in the heart chakra with you, the heart energy center, mm-hmm and helping you to radiate compassion i do feel with her that she was connected with you in previous lifetimes many of the spirit guides are she appears to me as she would have in a previous incarnation um with that long dress and the veil so she might have been involved in this lifetime in the middle east actually you had a couple of those um and she is extremely powerful, but yet extremely gentle. Um, so she is helping you not only to clear out any um, anything from your heart uh, that you know you need to release, but also working with clients along those lines.
0: So. Is there anything specific that I I mean I agree with everything that you said and I feel like had I not you know this this podcast was really me stepping out into a more integrative a more integrated self. Are there things that I should be doing to continue to progress this forward? Um, also I'm curious, like I'm not, I'm not a very patient person. Um, so I'm sort of curious where that comes from, uh, for me, because I like things done like ASAP and I'm trying to work in this, in this process around being more patient, which is interesting because the field I'm in is not a field that you get results quickly, but, but, um, Mm -hmm. so I'm just curious about some of those pieces.
1: Um, yeah, I, I, there was something that occurred, there were circumstances that occurred in which there was a good deal of, as you might imagine, frustration. So, um, the ones that your spirit guides were showing me, the keepers of the Akashic Records, were these lifetimes of being female in which you felt incredibly as if your hands were tied, you had so much more to give. Not that being a mother is not important. Certainly I, I think that's the most important job in the world is to be a parent. Um, <clears throat> but there was also this part of you that felt this hollowness or emptiness and that you, I can do so much more. And I, I hear you thinking that I can do a lot more. This isn't mm. true. Serving me. There's part of my work, uh, there's part of a person that I feel I could reach on a deeper level if I incorporate this or that, whatever it might be. So in the past, I'm seeing that's where that came from. It was it was emanating from a lot of frustration and feeling essentially um, some powerlessness. And so those themes have um, come in, I, maybe in, in early life or in teenage years, you might've felt that a lot of times uh, these things will come up when we're young, we're, we're fresher from the spirit world and we'll get these emotions. And we don't really know what to do with them at, the, at that point. We're either a child or we don't have, you know, an adolescent. We don't know how to harness or deal or heal with our energies that frustrate us. So I'm seeing that that's where that's coming from. And that's slowly breaking away for you. And there's gonna be this accelerated process. If you stay on the pathway that you're on, and I always say, if you do this, because I want listeners to know nothing is set in stone. Anyone who's doing my type of work cannot tell you 100% this is what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So you have free will, you have choice if you stay on the pathway you're on, I feel you going, stepping onto this accelerated pathway. A lot of this frustration is going to uh, to leave you. And it was, it's kind of pretty much like a dam that is ready to break because it's been there through so many lifetimes.
0: That's like how I've been describing how I feel lately is like, I feel like I'm on the cusp of something and it's gonna like explode. Maybe I'm hoping that's what happens, but yeah, that's how it feels. And and, to me. and, and the
1: other part of this is the other fr- where the frustration or impatience comes from um, in these past incarnations. You were essentially powerless because of your gender, um, but also because of the times, and you know the religious. There was a, a huge religious imposition on this too. Now. Um, when this old energy is cracked and completely um, dissolved, I am seeing the potential uh, of your work, teaching, uh, podcasting. By the way, Gemini Sun Sign, Deals a tremendous amount with communication. I'm seeing uh, a book writing for you. I don't even know if you've written books, but I'm seeing that as well. So you're standing on this um, this precipice, just about to leap. There's still some um, some vestiges of fear there. Of am I gonna am I gonna be caught? Am I gonna be okay? Mm. And that's what I feel um this the spirit presence is working with you on is trust that's in the heart too is is trust
0: so if i were to step off the path what would happen
1: well you know you can certainly make that choice um it's not a judgment you would simply continue along the lines you might feel dissatisfied mm-hmm. you might Ill, unfulfilled. You know, feelings are not bad. I tell people that all the time. Me too. Don't try Me to too. Get rid of anger.
0: Right.
1: Don't try to get rid of sadness, but don't get stuck in them. You've got to allow them to come up. The value of mindfulness is recognizing, and those are stemming from the rational mind or the ego. So we're not going to stop that. You, you notice them, but then you we retrain on the breath and you come through that much like clouds that are passing over top, you know, you, you notice them, but you, you know, you let them pass through. So,
0: so if, if I it- were to step off, I would likely feel, and I agree with you, I would probably feel unfulfilled. I would feel like I'm not working towards my, my own like highest self. And then in my Correct. next lifetime, I'm probably going to experience this all again, where I will have an opportunity because I really do see this as an opportunity to do what I am supposed to be doing. And if and if I keep stepping off, what will happen? Potentially.
1: Well, what could happen is you you end up uh, you could manifest physical illness. You could manifest uh, depression. Mm. Um, you know, I I see that a lot, particularly with women, that they've put things on the back burner. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. But then children grow up and, you know, a spouse might pass or whatever. And then it's like, what do I do with my life? And I feel empty. I feel hollow. Um, So, you know, you have to... um, recognize you can you always can choose that that definitely is there in fact one of the lessons in uh the the wisdom from the spirit world that i mentioned is the power of choice determines determines the quality of our lives so you 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 direct that you're the captain of the ship you would probably end up feeling though um maybe well, you know, I feel kind of bad about myself because I didn't act on self-confidence, I didn't follow my intuition, I didn't follow the direction, uh, the still small voice, which every individual has. Um, You know, there are many people that I've read for that end up feeling very unfulfilled because they're not paying attention to following that voice. Um, it's much easier to stay safe, Mm -hmm. take a risk. So, you know, you can make that choice. Absolutely. Spirit will work with you one way or another.
0: Will they work with me to keep pushing me towards me fulfilling the highest, what's best for my highest self, for my soul? Will that like keep coming into my path? And then if I keep like swatting it away or walking away, they'll continue to bring it in. and, and...
1: Yeah. You've probably heard that expression, what we resist persists. Mm-hmm. Um, so we keep getting validations. We get messages. The universe is always, or the mind of God, spirit, whatever you want to call it, is always communicating. There's synchronicity, which is um, meaningful coincidences, Carl Jung, the famous Swiss psychoanalyst, wrote a lot about synchronicity and even had examples from his own practice when he was counseling people. Um, so, you know, there, there's always nonverbal cues that are coming to us or somebody says to us. I'll give you an example from my own life. Before I wrote my first book many years ago. I was on a very popular radio show. It has a lot of listeners here in my local area. And the host, the DJ said to me privately, he says, you need to write a book. And he was about the third or fourth person that had said that to me. And I respected this man. And I I thought, you know, he's very genuine and he's coming from his heart with that. And I didn't want to write a book. I really didn't because I didn't know how and I didn't know how to operate the computer that well. Um, but I did it because it kept coming in front of me. You need to write a book, you need to write a book. So that's an example from my own life. Um, you know, the 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 fearful part of me or the unsure part of me said, No, I don't want to write a book. Mm -hmm. Um, but yet my books have um, you know, they're they're acts of love and service, and they've drawn so many people that ordinarily, I mean, if I hadn't written books. I wouldn't have been able to help because they've found me through my books. Um, so that's just an example from, from my own life. And I do feel with you very strongly that there's not only going to be one book, but I feel a couple of books with you, maybe even a trilogy.
0: I have one in my head. So it's, it's looming. All right. <laughs> Is there any karmic stuff that I should be working to work through right now?
1: Yeah, I I mean, this whole aspect of self-confidence, which is really related to the third energy center right there in the gut, that's where we, and that's an important energy center of exchange with the outside world. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't feel that to be weak with you, but I feel as though there's still some um, fear things that we all have. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're not different. You know, we all have these things to work through. Um, Karmically, I feel that there is a particular, uh, this is interesting, a spirit totem animal that works with you. And yes, we do have animal guides. They come with these specific qualities that that animal uh, radiates. And I do see a lion working with you. Now, we think of the lion as bringing courage and self-confidence. Certainly, you know, doesn't cower at the back of the forest um and so those qualities are being imbued with Mm. you i don't think that there's a lot of heavy duty karma this time and i'll tell you why because when i when i tune in with your energy there is so much in your karmic bank account that's on the positive side yes (laughs) what it what does that mean well um, I can just feel that when I connect with people. And usually it's on the left side of their, their energy field that I, that I feel that. And so you have a great big mountain of, of good, positive karma there. So that will come back to you in many ways because anything that the soul produces is never lost. Mm-hmm. You know, when we send out love and we do acts of service, that is part of our Akashic record.
0: So that doesn't mean that in previous lifetimes I have suffered, so I have built up this bank. It means that I continue to put positivity and and goodness into the world. And so that's how I build up that bank, right? I think sometimes people confuse those two maybe a little bit, like, well, this is coming to me because I did something in a...
1: Correct. Yeah, the <clears throat> what I mean by the positive... Uh, bank account on the plus side is that you and what I see you doing actually, and this is through clairvoyance, in those long ago lifetimes, you did a tremendous amount of nurturing, and that is healing. Also, I mean, uh, I feel also that at some point you tended to the sick in the older days, even today, unfortunately, but in the in the old days. We had diseases like leprosy, and um, you know, diphtheria. All of these terrible diseases, for the most part, that have been eradicated, but in in long ago days, would absolutely decimate populations. Or you know, with leprosy, the um, the shunning, the exile. I feel that you um, worked with people like that. You are extremely compassionate. The theme of compassion. Has been through many lifetimes with you, so that would definitely be on the positive uh, side of the bank account.
0: There, if it's a collective kind of consciousness, then we are able to access that, and exactly. we are able to grow our own soul.
1: Yeah, it's never it's never outside of self. It's never, and no matter what is going on out there. I don't care if it's the country, the, you know, the world, uh, wh- wherever you have control in here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and that is why we're here. <laughs> and I mean, here on, on the earth plane is right. a great school room to, to learn that.
0: Well, Carol, thank you. I know my listeners are going to want to reach out again. So can you let them know, and everything will be in my show notes as well, but where they can find your books and more information about you?
1: Yeah, my website is soulvisions.net. That's plural, visions.net. And I also have a professional uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash soulmedium, S-O-U-L, plus the word Medium. All of my books are on Kindle as well. They're also, if you want an autograph copy, you can get that on my website. Um, And um, that's it.
0: Well, thank you again for your time and for offering this up for people to understand. Uh, Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Wondering what comes next and what it all means?